This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. I just want to welcome everyone that's tuned into Radio K Pulpit. This is Alana Ulifir with my program called Body Matters. And for the next hour, I've got a very special guest, Melissa Jacobs. And she's going to tell us about her awesome, awesome testimony of how she has overcome and how God has supernaturally worked in her life and her healing and her walk. Um, with God during this long, long period of time. So I know Melissa quite well, but Melissa, to the audience out there, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about where you are involved at the moment, and yeah, where you're at, you know, in in a nutshell. Yeah. So you heard my name, Melissa mm-hmm. Jacobs, and I'm 30 years old. I'm married to an amazing husband five years this year, 40th awesome. October. Congratulations. Grace. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and yeah, we don't have kids yet, but uh, all of oh, that no, is possible now. <laughs> you will hear the story soon, why I'm saying that. Um, I'm involved um, at Powers International, mm-hmm. and I'm the principal of the Bible College. We reached this weekend we went to Uppington and oh, um, spent some time with the leaders that signed because God spoke to me that um, we must launch this leadership program as part of our Bible school because there's some leaders that didn't get the opportunity to study or even get equipped in some way, yes. you know, and the leaders needs to be equipped in the word of God in this yes. time because of the, yeah, everything that's happening out there. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm busy with. And then um, we're building websites now, which is making me so excited. <laughs> Okay. So, so if you need web- a website, it, 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 um, awesome. contact us. <laughs> You'll get my number yes, afterwards. No, definitely. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, that's 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 basically yeah what we're busy with now. Um, yeah, at the moment. At okay, the now moment. that is absolutely <laughs> great, Melissa. I just want to ask you, um, how did you, how did you, um, oh, what is the word now? How did you keep going? For four years with your condition. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like, my condition was, I discovered in 2018 that I have kidney failure. Suddenly I woke up from my bed and I still thought, oh, it's fine. I saw the swelling and that. <laughs> I woke a whole week with it. Yes. My background and how my mom treated things like that was like she pray for me and then it's over and done, you know. Okay. So we didn't run to the doctor soon. I didn't even have that in my mind to go to the doctor. And so someone just told me, Melissa, I think you should check out because your okay. legs look weird. Okay, so you woke up. How old were you when this all started? 26. Actually, I was still 25 at yes. the time. So that year, I turned 26, 2018. Okay. Yes. And you just woke up one day? Yeah, just woke up one day. And, swollen. And no symptoms before that. No warning. No nothing. I was just healthy. You know me. Healthy. Yes. Sprung lievendige Melissa. And then my life changed in the night, in sure. the morning. And um, I went to the doctor, house doctor, and he immediately referred me to a nephrologist. And mm. they put me on some stuff. And it just got weaker. It literally just deteriorated and deteriorated and um, ended up on dialysis. But in that year, um, I was seeing my husband. We were busy courting. We both were just talking about um, where we're at. Like, mm. we don't want this, this uh, just a relationship just to date and for the sake of dating. We're actually waiting for our husband and he's and waiting wife. for his wife, yes. you know. 
and and before before I found out about the the kidneys, we literally spent about six months, you know, um, praying, just praying. We didn't connect with each other on a emo- have expectations to one another. Okay, so you were just friends. Yeah, so we were six just, months before you you yes, actually you been diagnosed. Okay. Yeah. yeah, six months, and then three of that month. I was in Nigeria, so I had mission trips. I did many things with Jesus, you know. Um, and then, yeah, so this happened while we were busy courting and speaking about marriage. And I still told him, you know what, I didn't sign up for this myself, so I wouldn't expect you to sign up for this. Sure. You can so you really go. Option. Yeah, I really told him. And his words to me was, we were not married yet. We didn't even have a date that time or anything. So you weren't even dating. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't even date. Okay. He was just no, we're in this together because by this time he was convinced I'm his wife, and I also had this um, convincing in my in my yeah. heart. Also, this is the guy, the, the guy God sent me, you know, to spend the rest of my life with. And um, yeah, so after that, I got the diagnosis, and um, we had to uh, journey that, but I. In a way, got married the same year. <laughs> it was okay. I call it a bittersweet year. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. Um, so we had this beautiful wedding as well, and then the journey obviously continued um, with okay. the dialysis. And, and how did he? How did he um, relate to it? What was he? Was he just you know what? Doesn't matter. Um, for you, I know you, my wife. Yeah, like from the start, like I sure. said, we were not married yet. He had this positive, yeah. Like outlook. He, yeah, outlook that he, he never, I'm the one that will think, it, oh my gosh, what did this happen? That happened. I don't want to mm. make you a, a, what, you know, a widow. A what's widow. A, what you call it? It's not a widow. I don't know what you I call it. I don't know it. what the male one, yes. <laughs> the male widow, if you want to say yes. it that way. And I, I literally discussed all of this with him and he was just like super chilled, super relaxed and like, I'm here and I know I have to be here. Mm. I don't know where you get it from, but obviously it's gone <laughs> if I look back yeah. now. So he was just there. He, he was just, totally he convinced. Just, yeah, he was totally convinced. I'm his wife and he want to be there. And um, so he said one day, we are the same blood groups. That's what we found out with the test and all of that. So I want to test myself because we were looking was at this my now, Was this now right at the beginning? Yeah, this is okay. literally after... We got married and um, we got married and then I could go on his medical aid also. That was amazing. That's just oh, that is awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So he said, no, I'm going to go for this tissue match test because we're talking to my brother, but he have a small child and his wife just lost the father. Oh, and she, she, mm. yeah, she didn't agree that he must be even one potential donor or anything. But God had a plan. So 98% compatible. Wow. 98 the doctors wow. is like he's almost your brother so i'm like yes almost so he's not my brother <laughs> <laughs> so now how did you keep going for all the years now you know um i i must say um i had questions obviously yes. <laughs> i'm human and not only human i am a believer in heal the healing power of god i've seen healing happening yes. like this you know you get the diagnosis and god heals you so it didn't happen for me in the first year or the second year or the third year or you know um, i had to walk out the fourth year before mm. i could get the kidney you know sure. so um, um i had all these questions but the one thing that that i know kept me going was the support of my family and my obviously my husband mm. being so positive 
still choosing me even after these people was like why you know don't you want to put all this on hold and you know see yeah. how it's going and things like that he was still adamant I think he married. was the one that really encouraged me sure. with his actions not with words with his actions oh, you understand what I'm saying mm. and um and my family and my church people oh my word the body of not just my church local church just the body of Christ you included Yeah, they were just there. They were just mm. loving on me and just reminding me mm. what God has spoken over my life. Just Amen. speaking that life the whole time. And so COVID did. <laughs> Literally, in the midst of all of this, sure. this, disease, this virus comes. Yes. And I've seen how God's hand of protection, my husband was every day in contact with people upon people upon people because he works with the blood. Blood services, we didn't get blood services. Don't yes. they still need to get the blood even more in COVID because people needed blood? Yes. So back and forth, back and forth. And um, in that time, we moved to, we bought a flat in, in, in Gordon's Bay. And the Lord um, literally spoke to me that you don't close your doors for the first three months of, of, of COVID. You don't close wow. your doors for this people that you are busy with because we started. So you were starting ministering yes. to people. Just people where you coming stayed. to us. Wow. Yeah. Just, just, and so it was a family and another family family just came and for three months we literally kept our doors open and God literally protected me with my um with the Your sickness immunity and all yes. of that that time I was on PD dialysis so you do the dialysis at home can you can you maybe just tell the audience a little bit about dialysis what is the practicalities of it and what is it in detail because a lot of people don't really understand yeah, so yeah. what what do they actually do when you go for dialysis okay so there's the one dialysis that I do myself so it's about four bags that I have to put in my tummy okay. <laughs> every four you hours have to inject? and then drain it. No, it's a drip. It's almost it's like a drip. drip like yeah. So you hang it up, it goes into your body um, and it's like this two liter, two kg bag. You look like pregnant woman the whole time. Yeah. And then you, and after four hours, you drain it out. So what it does, it cleans the toxins in your body because your kidneys cle- clean, okay. cleanses the, the body, you understand? So mm. these concentrate, this concentration um, cleans the body out. Mm. And so that, I got infections in that in that area, so I went over to HD, and this is when you sit on a machine. They put needles in into your two need big needles in, and then you, they take literally your body out, your blood out of your body, take it through the machine, cleanses it, and put it back into your wow. body. So that's sure. also four hours um, at the clinic. Yeah, so that is okay. Analysis. So that's quite a bit. And how often did you have to go? Um, the going was for the HD was. Just by the way, I call it the outside kidney. Okay. <laughs> um, three times a week. So sure, my shift was Monday, Wednesday, and and Fridays. Friday. And then I changed it to now recently or last year. I changed it. It changed to uh, Tuesday. <laughs> Thursdays and Saturday mornings. Sure. Yeah. That sounds hectic. Yeah. But let us take a short break and then yeah. we'll come back and continue to hear your overcoming story. Welcome back to Body Matters. This is Alana Willyfew, and I have got Melissa Jacobs in the studio with me, and you are with Body Matters. And Melissa is from Powerhouse Ministries, and she's sharing her testimony of how she has overcome. Melissa has um, kidney, has had kidney failure, and we were just chatting about the dialysis that you've been through, yes. what it, the practicalities of it is. And yeah, so Melissa got married just actually just 
after few months. a few months eh, mm. after you were diagnosed. Mm. So, Melissa, on that question, I guess your husband is obviously, he was madly in love with you, pursued you no matter what. He knew what your condition was mm. and he was still willing to go ahead mm. and marry you mm. against all odds. Mm. And how did that maybe in the long run impact your marriage? Yeah. So, um, with these... Dialysis with the tablets, your hormones, everything of your body, literally, you don't know how you feel when you wake up, you know. I had these, when I was on the prednisones, I had these moments of, yay, and then suddenly, boof, I'm in this mode of, don't speak to me, I'm emotional, I'm, so he had to just... He had to just handle all of that. And then in these moments that he was very stern with me, like, no, you can't go on like this. You can't mm. throw a pity party. This is happening to your body. I, I don't understand what you're going through, but I don't know you like this, even though you just know me in a short while before the before the diagnosis, you know. <clears throat> so, um, and also, um, obviously, our intimacy was affected because I didn't even have a desire. desire if yeah. your body is in so much pain continuously, um, feeling, remember, I have been, I looked a certain way and now I'm all swollen up. My hair is growing with the predisones. My hair was growing. I looked like a Boba Yan <laughs> that I had all this hair on her body oh, in shame. places so, that you didn't want it to be. Okay, so actually the, the hormones that yeah. give you actually make your like, hair grow. Like look at my arms. Yeah, my face. You wow, know, I my didn't hair know is that. obviously more body. I like that. But the other parts of your body, it was sure. just, it was just happening because of the predisones. Yes. And um, um, yeah, so all of that was happening to my body so you you don't always want someone to touch you but to not that intimate, he's, yeah. yeah they're not that he's very touchy it's just yeah. that part of our our relationship. our relationship wasn't as glorious as it is now but anyway <laughs> <laughs> but god still gave us the grace yes. even with our honeymoon he gave us the grace there was just so so much capacity you understand mm. um anyway um the other parts was that i couldn't physically go to a, a job which which is which has never work, been yeah. my calling <laughs> a nine-to-five has never been my calling but at least just um um being able to do more to bring mm. extra income in you yeah, understand because you never felt well and yes. you had to go all the time for this yes. dialysis yes exactly and so it consumed your time, your time. Is consumed. even the, the the stuff that i did at, at home the bags it's every four hours so you literally have to work everything around for and hours is this, is this not even during the evening you have yeah. to wake up in the middle of no, the no, night no. too? Or, no, no. Uh, is it you just, just have your last bag at 8 and okay. then it goes to the next morning at 8. Uh, okay. And okay, so there, at least you could sleep. It wasn't yeah. four yeah. hours. You okay. sleep with your you kind of sleep. Because um, <laughs> the bag, the concentration is stronger. Because if your body is relaxed, the toxins can be washed out even more. Sure. So there's, we call it the green bag. Yeah. Listen, so I, was... I really take my hats off for you because... <laughs> I, I, you don't know what people go through when they yes. go through. This is yes. not just feeling ill. It's the, it's like feeding a baby, getting up every two hours yes. and you're exhausted yes. and your whole life revolves yes. around this. Yes, yes. Sure. Yeah. No, and no, you that, walk with continuous pain. There's just no stopping, so stopping pain, the pain. And when you said pain, where would you experience pain? Most of the pain was in my, obviously, kidneys lower back. But yeah. then it will go into... Um, Places like your headache, you have headaches, um, your tummy, your tummy gets, 
Yeah, your tummy yeah, gets. Your, 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 tummy, your, your tummy feels, like I say, always bloated. Yes. And then people actually ask if you're pregnant. Sure. That is the <gasps> not so like a question that yes. I got. You understand? And it's understandable. I'm married. You know, they expect yeah, they that. They don't you know you. just got you. married now. Yes. And, you know, you this know, is they the don't next expect step. This, this thing to you know, be a disease, actually. So, um, and then it in my muscles, all of that. It sure. just, it just, uh, affects every part of your body, you know. And then tell me, that's the physical aspect, mm. but how did you experience it emotionally? Well, in... in Was it fearful? Were you anxious? Were yeah. you depressed? Yeah, yeah, definitely. In in um, 2020, yeah, when COVID hit, we moved to Gordon Space. So we moved away from our church family. That Like our church family was in Durbanville that time. And we were like part of the family, so there was a lot of encouragement. There's a lot of interaction with people, and we were just very involved in that, and that was amazing. But the moment we moved to Gordon's Bay, we didn't have that support, you know, yes. that continuous support with people. And my husband is amazing, but he doesn't always know what to say, what to do. Yeah, and you need, so, <laughs> need other people. Yes. And, you know, he doesn't talk much also, so yes. <laughs> it's not naturally that comes to him. Um, so... Yeah, then in Gordon's Bay, I took a dip where I just felt like I want to stay in this hole. I was praying that God must take me. Yes, it's fine, you know. Sure. I think I did enough, even though I know there's all this word over me that I will do so many things still. Yes, so I did, ask him, I did ask him to come <laughs> and fetch sure. me. I did ask him to just, wow. um, you know, just take my life. You know, I'm ready. I, I, I've given my life to you, so I'm ready. I just sure. don't want to go through this pain anymore, and mm. I don't want to go through, yeah, this emotional stuff because there's so much uncertainty also. you like, okay, I've seen you heal. Why are you not healing? So I did mm. have these real questions with mm. him. I did ask him why you're not healing me, you understand? Mm. And, um, the, like, and I think it's normal, sorry, yeah. to question God when – you know why? And I think there's many people out there on the, uh, you yeah. know, that's listening to you and say, you know, God, I, you know, why? Why not me? Yes. Why everyone else? Yes, yes, yes. So my um, my why was always out of a place of um, why are you not healing me? Because I've seen you heal, you know, because I know that's who you are. That's Jehovah Rapha. Mm. Um, um, I, I stand on the promise. I stand on who you are. So my, my why came out of that question. What is it that you want me to to, to experience here? What is it that you you know to learn? To or, learn? You know, we always ask those questions. Yes. What is it? But the one thing I did not go to is oh, this is I'm suffering the like I'm 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 going through the suffering now to have more power and anointing because mm. not everyone's journey yes not everyone's journey is going through a disease to get the power and the anointing of god i want to make i want to speak about this because people think suffering brings the anointing that's not necessarily the case yes yeah. we go through our own sufferings but if you think you need to go through a disease to get the power and anointing of god then you're going to obviously deceive yourself because yes. not everyone's journey to go through that yes these things that were bold in me in this time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so many things that was bold in me in perseverance, consistency, 
my yes being my yes, boundaries, because that's what I didn't sure. have, mm. you know, looking after my body, eating well, because that time I was just like, you know, I can have this and I can have that and I yeah. can have this. So um, that's that's the stuff that he taught me in discipline, you know, mm. and it's disciplining me in, in different areas, you understand, that I wasn't disciplined in. Yeah. So, but it's never about... Um, um, uh, a product. It's about your character. Yes. <laughs> you understand? That's true. It's never about the power. It's about your character mm. because that power can come over you. But if you don't have character, it can destroy you on the end of the day. So um, if you are going through a suffering period now, physically or even emotionally or even just struggling with something like a difficulty or a situation with your with your child and all of that, know that. When you come out of it, your character has been pulled. Mm. And don't think, like, I have this chip on your shoulder that I'm going to have the power and anointing because I'm going through the suffering, you understand? (laughs) And I think think that's the question I wanted to ask is what did you learn, you know, about God during that time? So you felt that this is what you've learned in that time. A lot of character building. (laughs) And and also, I remember Melissa and I, um, you know, God is good. And we, we... I, I know I got my healing also through Melissa going to, you know, I was also sick at one time when Melissa was still before she had her miracle yeah. where we're going to come to. Um, and, you know, God is so good when we put our trust in him yes, and you yes. were consistent, standing yes. on the word of God, mm. you know, believing him, standing on the promises. Mm. And I believe that is part of our healing, yes, you know. Yes. And I know it's a, it's a road, it's a long road mm. where people walk through, especially if you've got cancer or yes. or diseases yes, or something. Or it's a e- emotional road, and you trust in God, no. but to just keep on going on, yes, you know. Yes, yes. So in that time, what did you feel God has told you to do? What was your if I had to say your your strategy plan, was it to <laughs> praise and worship him? Was it to spend time in the word? Was it to, um, you know? Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm a, I'm a very, I'm not that, when it comes to my relationship with Jesus, I'm not the redeemed person. So it depends on what he says in that morning. Okay. I love dancing for him. And in that time, I couldn't physically do that. There was time that I actually pushed myself with my mm. swollen legs, with my body that's aching to actually dance for him. But so God gave me um, a tool, a guitar. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even know that yeah. you played guitar. Yeah. Um, he, he gave me the guitar to wolf it before the disease already, but um, I I feel like it came in because I couldn't worship him with my body yes. per se, you know, but I could worship him with my voice and mm. just learning how, um, um, just stringing the guitar. And um, I remember my husband told me one day that your sound is different. That comes out. So I told him that's the sound of pain and, and, sure. and just persevering through difficult times. You understand? Mm. And people won't necessarily understand the sound, but I know when I do release the sound or that part of the sound, it will be uh, will set him free from pain and all of that because that was birthed out of the sound was birthed out of yes. that, you know? So, yeah, it, it looked different every day. I started loving the Word of God. People gave me scriptures to declare over it, but it was never a routine. I couldn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Like I couldn't you. do the thing every day. But the everyone's same way. different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, everyone's different. Yeah, it's just my mind. Melissa now couldn't do everything the same way because then the next morning I wake up, then I can't even get up out of bed. Do you understand? Yeah. Then, then you can't praise and worship or you can't even sing a song. But one thing I 
I, I could always do is speak to Jesus in my mind. So if my, my breath couldn't, if I couldn't open my mouth, I will have conversations upon conversations with him in my mind. And then I could, can feel his, his Holy Spirit just give me peace about things that, are, that I'm talking to him in my mm. mind about. And um, I still do it now. It's amazing. Mm. I'll just have these conversations with him in my mind and just say, Lord, <laughs> um, you know me. You know every part of me. So um, listen to my thoughts. Listen yeah. to where my thoughts is going. And then he will chirp in and say something and bring up the thought. And I know it's from him. So yeah. And that is our faithful God is. Yeah. So let us take a break mm. and then we're gonna come back to the crunch of it. Yes, the crunch of it. <laughs> Welcome. This is Alana Willyfear and you with Body Matters. And I have got Melissa Jacobs in the studio. And we are talking about how she has overcome and her testimony and her journey. And um, for those of you just tuned in, Melissa had suffered with kidney failure for a very long time, been through dialysis, mm. um, you know, just got married when this all started and how this journey has impacted her marriage and, you know, how faithful God is. And so we're going to come to the crunch of all of this. Mm -hmm. This is now... The overcoming part. Yes, yes. What happened, Melissa? You've been struggling, you've been trusting mm. God, and then finally your breakthrough. So let's yes. talk about that breakthrough. Yes. So my breakthrough happened the 1st of November 2022. Um, it would have happened before that, but COVID hit. And they yes. don't do transplants during COVID because they suppress your immune system and all of that. So they don't want to take a risk. And also I'm young. I can actually go continue with the dialysis along. So they did emergency ones, but they put hours just on hold. So I had this anticipation the whole time because I already have a donor, which was my husband. So by the way, oh, he was the, the main donor and the only donor. <laughs> And um, 1st November, it happened. We, <laughs> it was one of that um, unbelievable moments. In a sense of, there was so much peace, Alana. People, sure. um, the nurses came and gave, wanted to give us this um, anxiety tablets. And both of us was like, no, we, we don't mm, need yeah, it, wow. you know. Um, I think God just prepared us, you understand. For We've been in so much in that, in anticipation for this that we almost like prepared our hearts not to be mm. anxious about it, you understand. But, um, but how my husband, I want him to be here. Uh, I, I tried. Oh, yeah. Sure, come, yeah. <laughs> But he said he just felt a supernatural peace upon him as he went into theater. Because you don't know if you're going to come out of that theater. Anything wow. can happen. Yes. You know? yes, you trust God and all of that, but still, anything can happen. Yes. And he went in for about five to six hours. Sure. And I had to wait, obviously, for them to be done with him. He went in one till five. So it's five to six hours. Yeah, five hours. Um, I had to wait till he's done. <clears throat> no, no. He went from seven to one. Sorry. Yeah. And I went from one to five. Um, and then, so that waiting, my, my Auntie Meryl, she was here the last yes, time with you, and my mom who were waiting with us. And we were just talking about life. They didn't focus on the transplant and anything. I think that made me even more real, relaxed. Yes. Um, and then um, he came out and then I went in. And the moment I woke up, my, I woke up from that uh, operation table, yes. Alana, I could feel the difference immediately. immediately. Wow. My appetite came back. I could 
eat. <laughs> Just by the way, the one thing that also got spoiled in this time is eating. I couldn't eat. Sure. You're um, nauseous. Yeah, nauseous. Um, is this not from the dialysis? A specific there? diet that you have to sure. follow, which is good, but um, it's just you just didn't enjoy your food of because course. then. Uh, even if you eat what the diet is saying, you will end up feeling not so lacker afterwards. Yeah, so sure. I literally just ate because I had to eat because I'm on the dialysis and tablets and all of that. So, um, yeah, so the first thing that I was like, that taste that there was this big taste was when they brought me this meal. And I'm like, oh, my word, I haven't had a meal for four years. Just enjoying the meal the way I'm enjoying mm. it now. Sure. So, um, yeah, so... Immediately, it's it's like God just restored everything in my body immediately. And obviously, there was mm. pain, definitely pain, especially around the wound. Not pain because of kidneys or the mm. previous pains, yeah, around the wound, yeah, just because of the options, yes, the normal yes. pain. And um, yeah, so we stayed there for about um, nine days. I was nine days. He was five days. Um, and and the doctors every single day when they come and do the test, the kidneys function just improved and oh, improved. Wow. They so were so excited. Sure. I could see the faces. I was just like, thank you, Jesus. Be glorified in this moment. Be glorified. Amen. And I will tell them, this is just Jesus. Yes, um, and my husband gives the, gave the, the kidney, but it's just Jesus that is doing the Amen. all of this. Even yes. him giving the kidney, it was Jesus working in his heart. You and understand? just the mere <laughs> fact that he married. You same blood type, it was compatible. Yes. That is all God's purpose yeah, and plan. You see yeah. how much He loves you, Melissa. Yeah, you know, um, so the transplant happened, and we came home, and everyone was praying for speedy recovery. And literally, in six weeks' time, we could be in the gym. Sure, and you don't do that after six weeks' time. Wow. <laughs> and tell me, how did he experience it? He, his body. Obvious, it felt to me that his body actually got the shock that now there's okay. this empty space in, in his body. So he struggled a bit with constipation mm -hmm. um, going and it's important for him to go. It's part yeah. of the, the um, signs that his, his, the, the other, other, his other kidney is actually working. Okay, yeah, functioning. That's how they determine it. Yes. So there was this period of time that he couldn't do that, you know, um, properly. The way mm. it's supposed to. And in that time, I felt so sad because this is now when we were home already. <laughs> because now I'm all healthy. Yes, I'm in pain and all of that. But I'm going. My body is functioning better than what it was before. Yes. And yeah, he's having this a little bit of a uncomfortable. Back. Yes, and all of that. But God touched him. He's fine now. He's running now. He's, oh. he's back to normal again and all of that. Um, and the one thing that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the highlight of all of this yes. is I come from a, a background like I've like before I got saved. I was saved, I was in church and all of that, but I did there was a whole four year period that I really messed up in, in many areas of my mm. life. And one of the things that kept me from um that I couldn't over um how can I say that I couldn't get over is am I gonna get a husband <laughs> that's gonna accept me? With my past, you mm. understand. Just just that. Like that's gonna accept me for what I've done in my past and all of that. And yes, he did that. I, I even before we got married, I, I had he played laid everything uh, at the table. Everything at the table and he still chose me. But I felt like Jesus just came with his redeeming love and this is my story. This mm. is I will hit 
um, my title will be yes. redeeming love. Sure. Jesus came with his redeeming love and showed me that you're not just worthy um, for someone accepting your story, um, what you've done before. Yes. You're even worthy to get a part of that person's body. <laughs> oh, wow. That person literally laying down his life sure. like Jesus did. I feel like Jesus came in the physical and just showed me that. I know wow. he's my husband and yes, he's amazing, but I really see my, the oh, most overwhelming part of me is that Jesus showed me how he redeemed he me and how me. much he loves me. He sure. redeemed me in, in the spiritual and in the physical, you wow. know. Um, and, and I just, you know, I just stand amazed. Every time when I close my eyes or just talk about this, I just know that that's what he did. And how how can I not talk about it? And, you and know? if I think about your story, no. to me, this is not just bearing witness to yeah. you being restored and healed. It's bearing witness to a love yeah. relationship, yeah. not with, just with you and your husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got an amazing husband yes, yes. who was prepared to do this, was prepared yeah. to lay down his life. Yeah. And they said the greatest gift is to lay down your life for someone yes, else. And the love between you and God. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that is so yeah. beautiful. Is there any last words of encouragement for someone that might be sitting with the same situation? What can you share with them? And then I'm going to ask you if you could just end off with prayer. I can't promise you that this day of suffering or whatever you're experiencing in your body is going to be over soon. But what I can promise you is that he will always be with you (laughs) and he will never leave you. This is Jesus now. He will always be with you and he will never leave you. And he journeys with you in this. And um, the story of, um, I don't know if if you didn't watch The Trojan, please go and watch The Trojan. But this part where James asked him, how can you send me out? Because that's what happened to me also. (laughs) He was still sending me to people, to minister and all of that. How can you send me out if I'm crippled? You understand? And Jesus was just, just go and do it. Um, He didn't say he's not going to heal him. He just said, just go. Just go. You yeah. will see. It's almost like you will see what I will do in the process. And um, the chosen wasn't out then. <laughs> As yeah. I watch this now, but it it's almost like it touched my heart in such a way. And that's what I want to encourage people with. Just continue being obedient in your in your as your flesh is feeling weak. Mm. Just try and be obedient to what he's saying. He will not give you anything that's beyond you. You know, or what beyond that you can can can. Can happen. Can do. Can You won't put you more, through more than what you yeah. can handle. Yeah. And also, you are such a walking encouragement for people when you get up out of bed and still are obedient. Because that's the testimony I heard over and over from people when they when they um I'm suffering with kidney disease and like what and you're doing this and you, they are so encouraged. Yes. They immediately convict them because they are healthy and they d- don't even do the. The bare necessity. Yes, you understand. So, so you do what God is telling you to do, and um, keep on staying focused on Him. It gets difficult, and and get the body of Christ. Get involved in a church. You need them. Yeah. You will always need them in this in this process that you're going. Don't isolate yourself. Please don't isolate yourself because then you want to die. <laughs> when I did that, I wanted to die. Yes. But the moment you surround yourself with people that are positive, that are encouraging yes. you, um, um, 
it, it just lifts your spirit up, you know. It gives mm. it gives your mood um an to gaan. Yes. You need people around you, yes. not only your family, the body of Christ. Yes. You need them. So that's what I want to encourage you with. Uh, it's not going to. I'm not saying it's going to disappear. <laughs> yeah. um, um, and maybe this is the journey that you have to walk. But there is a time when it comes with Jesus breakthrough and heals. That time do yes. come, and it looks different for everyone. Yes, it looks different for everyone, and then. Surround yourself with strong, godly people to keep your hands up high and keep your relationship with Jesus going. Be real. Be real. That's all. Don't fake it because you anyway know what's happening in your heart. Be real with Jesus. You want to yeah. cry, shout, or whatever, yes. even tell him what the heck is happening here, yes. Lord. Just be real with him, and then you will see how he will come with his grace and mercy and his peace and just comfort you in that moment when you had your tantrum before him. <laughs> that's the best sure. moments ever. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's my encouragement to you. Sure. Yeah, Melissa, you brought me to tears, <laughs> but I want to ask if you can just end off and pray for the listeners out there, whatever yeah. God lays on your heart. I, I actually feel that if someone wants to connect with me that's mm. going through this, yes. I actually want to be there for them. Um, so, must I yeah, you give you um, either an email address or, yeah. or cell phone, you whatever you feel comfortable WhatsApp with? WhatsApp is the best way, then okay. I'll see your message. <laughs> So um my WhatsApp my my number is O seven eight seven nine eight six nine six nine. I'll say it again. O seven eight seven nine eight six nine six nine. You're welcome to contact me, connect with me if you have questions or just pray. Just pray because I appreciate it. Pray. Yeah. <laughs> or even someone just asking me how you're doing. You know, yes. just that checking. So I want to be there for people that are still going through things in their bodies or even yes. emotionally. I want to be there for them in that because others were there for me when I went mm. through it. So, yeah. So thank you, Jesus. That, um, I can just sit here and just glorify your name because that is what my desire is, Lord. You are the one that carried me through this, through through my husband, through the body of Christ. You worked in their hearts, Father God, to carry me through this four years of just struggling with this disease in my body. Thank you so much for your faithfulness, even when I was unfaithful, Father. Even when I was was speaking, not not even want to speak to you, Lord, you were faithful. And I want to pray for every listener that are listening to my voice right now. I pray that hope will arise again, Father God. That that you and the dreams that that were so um, suppressed by this uh, thing that they are struggling with, whether it's physically or emotionally or mentally, or even something in their family, the dreams that died in the process brother god i pray for awakening i pray jesus that it will come alive again that will resurrect again because that very dream will be the the driving force to not give up to not um lay back or stay in bed and i thank you father god that that you are our healer and my story was four years but you are still the one that instantly healed father god so i pray healing over each and every body everyone's body that um that have a disease or cancer oh cancer has been on my heart i command cancer to leave each and everyone's body in the name of jesus that have it right now that are struggling with it you go in the name of jesus and i thank you father god for for your blood that will flow through their blood father god and 
bring healing and transformation in their bodies, Father God, for the, fun- for the organs to function again. Even those with kidney diseases or whatever, lung diseases, whatever is in their body, Father God, I pray, Jesus, complete healing over them, Father. And like I said before, our, le- our healings look different. You decide how our healings manifest. And I thank you that we can put our life and our trust in you and even our lives in your hands, Lord. And one thing that you showed me that nothing can snatch me out of your heart, out of your hand. Not even death, not even disease. And 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 nothing can snatch me out of your hand, Lord. We can have that confidence in you. So I pray peace over the bodies that are being um, tormented now with diseases. Peace in the name of Jesus, even over emotions, Father God, those that are struggling with depression. I speak peace over them in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for also a sound mind right now, Lord, where minds are scattered and just busy the whole time. I pray for a sound mind in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, that you you will go to each and every one right now that are listening to my voice and just touch them with your love, Lord, with your liquid love, with your amazing love, Lord. Melissa, thank you so much mm. for sharing your amazing story. Yes. And it's a love story. And it's God's goodness that God is still a healer. And yes. as you said, everyone's healing. God chooses how to heal you. Some instantly, some, you know, miraculously, some over time. Mm. But God still heals. Mm. And I remember when I was sick and God said to me, whatever you ask and you believe, I'll do it for yes, you. And yes. it's in the believing mm in him choosing Mm. to believe Mm. getting your faith all up even god says even if you have faith like a mustard seed Mm. i will do it for you Mm. so to the listeners out there i hope that this word has encouraged you it's encouraged me that god is a good god and you know he'll never leave you nor forsake you and I'm looking forward to chatting to you again Mm. next saturday at the same time from Yolanda early for you goodbye this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.